everybody, Kevin Albrecht here, founder of Keep and Tell, the app that we're working on that's going to help you get over your ex by getting the photos of them out of your hands uh, when you just can't bring yourself to delete them. Um, we'll hold on to you until your heart's in, a, in the right place and you can either you download them, look at them if you want to, or delete them or do whatever you want. So, it's been a while since I've uh, recorded a podcast. Um, oh, Derek did one a little while ago. Um, I appreciated him filling in for me. Uh, I was out of town. Uh, I've been doing a little bit of traveling for my, uh, my full-time job that I, d- I do rather than uh, when I'm not working on Keep Until. I guess I should say I work on Keep Until when I'm not doing this. But... Uh, so, I hope you all missed me. It's always nice to be needed. <laughs> um, I actually uh, was inspired by Derek and his podcast that he did while driving home from uh, the airport while I was out of town. Uh, and I'm going to do the same. Because I've been, like I said, doing quite a bit of traveling. Uh, and so I thought this would be a good way just to report a co- a podcast while I am driving home on old uh, Interstate 435 um, back to my my home in beautiful Kansas City. Um, However, I made an executive decision, being the owner and founder of Keep and Tell, that I can record a podcast about whatever I want. Uh, And that is what I had, if any of you follow me on Twitter, (laughs) Twitter, uh, at Keep and Tell, um, if you don't, please do. Um, but if any of you follow me, you may have seen uh, the tweet that I put out to stand by for a podcast about proper airplane and uh, airport behavior. This has become an epidemic. And I've been telling Holly this forever, and I think she probably has gotten tired of, of hearing me gripe about it. But man... There are a bunch of idiots out there. Just animals. I mean, I honestly don't know what's wrong with people. Like, I just, I just do not know what goes through people's heads. And I, I separating this from, you know, like, you see the, the video of the, uh, the United Airlines video, right, where they're, um, you know, <laughs> drag that guy off, off the plane and uh, give him a concussion and break his face and everything. I mean, yeah, clearly they're in the wrong. Um, and I'm not about to say that I am absolutely the world traveler, uh, but I do a decent amount. And again, if you follow me on Twitter, you see I'm a pretty loyal Delta Airline guy, uh, and I give them you know, pretty hard marks. I think they do a good job, other than when I got stranded in Tennessee uh, when they're system went down. That wasn't very fun, but you know, uh, I, overall, I think they do a good job and I think airlines do, do a good job for the most part. Um, and hold on. See, now here we go. We got traffic on, on the highway. That's fun. Let's just stop. I got to get one mile from here. We're going to take old Missouri highway 152, which is a shortcut. If any of you listeners uh, are actually in the Kansas City area, you should take advantage of old Missouri Highway 152. Kind of cuts the corner. Anyway, um, so this podcast is dedicated to you morons out there um, 
Mm, there's a sorry guys. There's a police officer with his cherries going up here. Um, we're moving along though. Uh, there's like construction or something. Huh. Interesting. Sorry. Okay. So here's the things I gotta stop. Uh, I'm gonna try to remember these in order of what I saw on this latest little trip that I did. Um, and who knows, while driving and all this stuff, who knows if I'll remember it. But for one, it just what's with the taking the shoes off? I I don't understand. A guy sitting next to me uh, on my way out of town um, was wearing flip-flops, which, you know, I'm not about to live in this luxury of, you know, think like, oh, back in the golden age when everyone wore a suit on the plane and they served you, you know, roast beef prime rib and lobster. Um, but this guy's sitting there and you can just see he's just waiting to take his take these flip-flops off. And there he goes. We're about five minutes into this thing and he's got his feet outside of the flip-flops and there is a stinky foot um, up on top of his knee. And I'm just like, you gotta, what is this guy absolutely doing? What is going through his mind that it is so darn important that his feet just be exposed? Like, he's just got to do it. I, I, and this isn't, if there's a, uh, what's it called? Uh, if On Facebook, there's a really good page to follow called Passenger Shaming. They put some good photos, and it's mainly, by, it, it's owned by a flight attendant. Um, and uh, people submit pictures. But just the number of people that just take their shoes off, they're cleaning their fingernails and picking at them and then throw them on the ground... Um, it's just awful. So if any of you, like, seriously, I, unless you just ran a marathon in order to get to the airport, um, I can, I cannot understand a reason why you would need to be barefoot. This isn't your home. It's not your home. There's no reason for you to have your shoes off. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. The other thing, uh, that I see all the time is, uh, and it didn't happen on this trip, but so I have Delta Silver status, uh, which means I get upgraded to first class occasionally, not all the time. Last year I had Delta Gold status, and that was pretty great. I, I flew first class most of the time, um, got an upgrade, and, and that's a lot of, you know, that's always an enjoyable experience. If you have the means, I certainly recommend doing it. Um, but hold on just a sec. We're going to be merging over here. Um, the other thing that happens, there are basically, and I, this is just a generalization. You can feel free to email me uh, at Keep Until um, or uh, tweet me, uh, or at, I'm sorry, it's contact at keepintil.com. Um, visit the website at keepintil.com. Tweet me, whatever, uh, if you disagree. But um, there are essentially two types of people. Um, that are in first class. The first type is generally the business person traveler uh, who travels a lot and therefore gets upgraded and just goes into first class and puts, you know, sits down there, reads their magazine, puts their headphones on, you know, has their laptop out, no big deal. The other type of person that is in first class is generally what I consider the old gripey entitled person. And that is the the older person that looks like they're quite wealthy 
and they have a resting a-hole face, right? It's just kind of this slight snarl on their face, right, that they're just irritated. Um, and, you know, I don't know why you'd be irritated, right? You know, you're in first class for crying out loud. Um, you should be thrilled. I mean, I love it whenever I'm in first class. And you can just see just this, it's again, this sense of entitlement where they're just mad. And the way that they talk to the flight attendants um, and just kind of handing them things and, you know, just irritated. Um, you know, I've heard one time it's like, this coffee is not hot enough. And I was like, where do you think you are? Again, this isn't your home. Um, you're flying in an airplane at, I don't know, almost 500 miles an hour, and you're 30,000 feet above the ground, and you're going across the country in just a matter of hours. Um, this Louis C.K. one time, he had a great whole thing about it, where he's talking about people used to die. Like, they would do that, that same trip, and there would be a chance that you wouldn't make it. So not only would it take you three months... Um, but there's a high likelihood that you or your family might die. Um, and now to see people that get on there and they're just pissed off about God knows what, I don't understand. Um, so there's that, there's that gripe. Um, here's my other one that I wish people would stop doing. Uh, and I've had people, if you listen to my very first podcast, uh, that I did, it was with my friend, uh, he's comedian, Tim Gaither. Um, and I had, I had made a posting, this was a couple years ago, uh, just on Facebook to my friends. Uh, it really bothers me when you get onto a plane and you can just tell that person that is so ready to put their seat back. Like they just have to put their seat back. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with Kansas City, we are pretty much smack dab in the middle of the United States. So... For a flight to Atlanta is about an hour and 25 minutes of flight time. A flight to New York City is under two hours. Minneapolis is an hour. Dallas is just over an hour. Uh, Los Angeles is, is farther. Los Angeles is about three hours. Um, so, but most of my flights are just, I fly to Atlanta and Detroit a lot um, and connect there. And so many of these flights, um, you get on there and you get up there and the person immediately is, whoop, puts that seat back. And for any of you that fly, you realize, I mean, it does, it's not a lazy boy, right? It's not like, oh, now I'm comfortable. Like before that, this thing was just a really uncomfortable, horrible seat. And now that I've tilted it back four inches, that it's just so comfortable. Well, you don't realize, or, or maybe you just don't care about is the fact that you have now set this back uh, and the person behind you who maybe was working on their laptop or doing something, you've just eaten four inches out of their space, which there wasn't a whole lot to begin with. Uh, And so unless you're on some either early morning flight, like I'm saying early, 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 or it's a long flight, there's no need to recline, like I've, I've sat at, at dinner tables and, you know, in restaurants in a chair upright for longer than I've been on airplanes. And these people are just, oh, nope, you got to park this thing back immediately. I just, I don't get it. I absolutely don't. And every time I see it, I'm like, you, you are absolutely not caring about the guy 
sitting behind you. Just, you just do not care. So, all right, hold on. Bear with me here. Let me take a deep breath. I'm uh, getting all riled up. I'm a fireball! Uh, I am getting ready to merge. I took the old highway, uh, Missouri Highway 152 uh, shortcut. Now I got to get back on to Interstate, for I, Interstate 435. I guess it's not Interstate I-435 because that would be the I is for Interstate. So that'd be um, <clears throat> a little redundant. A little redundant. Um, so hold on, we're going here. You gotta, you gotta pay attention here while you're podcasting uh, and driving. Uh, what's the other thing that I saw today? Um, oh, this is the other one. The number of people while walking through the airport um, that just just stop in the middle of the terminal to um, talk, like, with their friends. Like, you're like, oh, hey, Bill. You know, I have an, oh, what do you, where do you want to go eat? And they just stop. Like, so everyone's rushing, like, to their next gate or just going on their way. And a number of people, they just stop and talk. Um, or when they go to look at, like, the, the gates, like, you know, the departures. So they, you know, get, land in Atlanta, and then they got to go to gate T7 or whatever. That's where I flew out of this afternoon. Um, that rather than stepping to the side, they just hit the brakes, stop right in the middle of the walk area of the terminal, and start staring at the gate. This is only then superseded by, or trumped by, um, the selfish jerks that walk in a group and they uh, walk four across. Right, so that the, they they apparently all have to walk in a line like they're the reservoir dogs, um, just going down there shoulder to shoulder, uh, and then and then they're always just loafing along, just just taking their sweet time, no rush, no nothing, and they're just and you can't get around them, you just can't you can't do it. Um, I I just I do not understand uh, why people do that. And again, I, any of these things that I'm saying that I'm wrong about, feel free to, I'll, I'll post this podcast on, not only on SoundCloud, if you don't follow me there, check me out on SoundCloud, but then also on my website, keepintil.com, um, and I'll tweet it. So plenty of opportunities to tell me I'm wrong, and uh, as Holly would tell you, uh, I, you sh- certainly shouldn't have ever pass up the time to do that, because it doesn't happen very often. Um, but, uh, what was the other thing that I was going to say? So there was, there was the people stopping. There's another airport, um, airport thing. Oh, oh, I know what it is. Uh, people who, um, get on the train say this kind of goes with the, the terminal stopping, but when that, you know, you take that little train in between terminals. So, you know, you're going to land in terminal B and you're going to take off in terminal D and you go down and you take that little train. Um, the number of people, uh, who they get on the plane and then are on that train there to go between the gates and then are completely oblivious, um, to the fact that other people, uh, have to get off when it might stop. And they just sit there and stand and look around. Um, that happened to me today. Uh, I, I didn't have to get, I was going to the next stop, but the, there was a woman that was behind me and it stops and I look around, right? You know, people are going to be getting off, and I kind of look, and you can see, all right, she's going. And there's this guy just standing there, 
big as day. So he's not, he's got his bag to to the side. He's standing there equally. um, And he's just not, uh, not budging. And she's like, excuse me, excuse me. And he's just, he's just, huh? Huh? Again, people just treat this like they're just in their house. Like that there's nobody else in the world. Here, this is the busiest airport in the world. And the the lack of courtesy that people give um, while they're traveling, I just don't get it. You know, this is, it's just not a time, you know, it's a time, I'm sorry, to look out for your fellow human being, right? Why not be nice? Um, yeah, that, yeah, that just irritates me. Um, but that being nice, that reply, <laughs> that's another one. Now, this is another, I mentioned on that first podcast with Tim Gaither, um, and I think it's timgaithercomedy.com, if you check him out. Um, <laughs> this, I don't know if everybody should just stop this, but I'm just going to tell you, um, you need to, you need to understand when people are interested in chit-chatting while they're on the plane, okay? Uh, I am not interested in chit-chatting, but I always make it very clear because I put my headphones on, um, which is a universal sign for I'm not interested in getting to know you. Uh, <laughs> I, the number of times that you hear, I've had it happen to me several times, that's a, it's as if we're going to become best friends. And that's one thing, like, if you're clearly engaging. Like, I heard on my way, uh, on my trip today, leaving, or uh, earlier this week, leaving Kansas City, the guys across the aisle from me, like, they sat there and talked the whole time. They didn't know, they didn't know each other before I heard them, you know, and the guy's like, hey, you know, so what do you do for a living? And I, my first thought is, oh, God. Like, just let me just listen to my movie or podcast or do whatever, um, not engage. But the guy, the other guy was just like, oh, I do this and this and this. They talked the entire way to Atlanta, um, which is great. Like more power to them. I'm not telling them don't talk on the plane. If you want to talk, talk. Uh, but so many people you can see just do not catch on, uh, to that. They're not interested, um, in making friends. Uh, and like you just sit, you know, you kind of have the headphones in. You're like, oh, you, can, I, you guys, of course, you can't see me, but like you pull the one earbud out, and you're like, uh, oh, I'm sorry, what's that? I'm like, oh, well, why are you going to uh, Washington? I'm like, oh, I'm just just going for work. Put the headphones in, and everything. What kind of work do you do? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I what kind of work do you like? Are you not picking up here that I don't want to chat? Like, that I don't want to do this. Uh, and they don't seem to get that at all. Um, but it, it, I, there was actually one time, and this could this could be an a-hole move, I guess, if, that I did it. But um, one time, I, I just had been traveling all day, and I had long flights and connection and layover, and I just was on my way home. I actually told somebody that, I, I said it very politely, but I said, you know, I'm sorry, but I don't feel like talking. And they were very nice about it. Um, actually, they're really nice about it. They understood, and they're like, oh, okay. Uh, and you know, that was it. Um, but the, it's just like, oh my god, like I just want to sit here and just just rest. Uh, just want to just want to have my time to myself and 
Um, I remember, uh, you know, one t- the one time I've talked to a person, like we were like landing, and we talked for like I don't know, five minutes, and then at the end of it, both of them were like, "Oh, hey, it was nice talking to you," and that was it. And there's other people that they'll do that for an hour and a half, and I was thinking, five minutes, man, that is uh, about the limit uh, of what I have in me. Uh, sorry, here's this again. This car is just right up against me here. Okay, there we go. Um, so, uh, what was the other? The, oh, so I can't direct all my frustration just at my fellow men and women travelers. Uh, there is a new thing. I don't know if you guys have, there's another tweet that I sent out today. I was just like President Trump, just communicate my frustrations through my, through my Twitter account. I keep until it's dissatisfied. <laughs> I'm sure Delta was trembling in their boots. Um, but, so, you know, if you ever fly Southwest Airlines here in the United States, uh, they have a really, and it was kind of ingenious when they created a way of queuing up uh, the boarding. And you board gate, you know, you get in groups. A, and it starts at A1, which some people call steak sauce, right? Because it's A1, get it? Um, and then it goes to like A, I don't know, 40 or something. I don't fly Southwest much anymore. Um, and then, they, so they, when you get your ticket, you line up by that, and then you know your number, and then you go, next and next and next and next you know oh i'm sorry b and they'll say okay now c and those people will line up and they actually southwest has been able to load their planes uh a lot faster so delta has their you know they do the premium client they do first class first and then they have sky priority which is kind of you know if you have gold status or um you're in economy comfort right so then you get you go sky priority it's such a small group and then at zone one in zone two, in zone three. So I'm usually sky priority, um, but this trip I was zone one because I wasn't in economy comfort. I didn't get upgraded. Um, And uh, so I was in zone one, which is still fine. I mean, you're going to get on the plane, no big deal. Um, But they have these little signposts that they put that people are, are apparently supposed to line up behind ahead of time. So an entire plane of, I don't know, 200 people or so are lined up behind their individual, you know, their sky priority posting or zone one or zone two or zone, right, over their signs. And there's just no room. In be- there's like, I don't know, 30 feet. And so it's just this massive group, horde of people. Um, and what happened then flying out of Atlanta tonight back home to Kansas City the flight was delayed, uh, it, but rather than us waiting for our delight, delayed fi- flight in the comfort of our chairs, all of us had been standing there for God, I don't, for God knows how long. So I, I honestly, I don't understand who came up with this idea and thinks that's a good idea, especially in Atlanta where, De- oh, there's a cop. <coughs> in Atlanta, where Delta is um, headquartered, like there isn't isn't there some guy that works at Delta that's like, hey, you know, Ted, what do you say we go over to uh, the uh, B terminal and check out our new queuing system and see how that's going? And they get there and they're like, oh my god, oh Jesus, this isn't working at all. Um, and they're like, Ted, we got to get in there and fix this because one of us is going to lose our job and that guy's not going to be me. Next thing you know, I'll be trying to develop a relationship app 
and we know how, how that goes. Um, <laughs> so, um, there was, yeah, I just, that was just, it, you look around, you're like, honestly, who came up with this idea? It was just, it was just the dumbest thing. So I, I'm going to have to look up some pictures online to see if other people are, are, are posting anything about their frustration about that. Oh God, it feels good to get that one off my chest. Um, Holly's going to appreciate that. That that probably that rant right there probably just spared her uh, me going after her about it. Uh, so uh, for those of you who don't know, a little advertising here for you again about keep until. Uh, if you're new to my podcast, um, I truly hope you check us out at keepuntil.com um, or on Twitter at keepuntil. Uh, we are developing a, a mobile app, which development's coming along. It's going a little. We had a road bump. Uh, we're getting over it. Uh, maybe someday that'll be a podcast of its own. Who knows? Um, but we're moving along. We're getting steamed up here. Uh, and essentially, here's what we're done. So if you've uh, if you've ever told yourself that you weren't going to do something, and then did it anyway, right? So that and then really regretted it afterwards. So that could be everything from uh, driving home drunk. Or maybe uh, going out and buying cigarettes and having a few of them and then telling you, ah, I shouldn't have done that. Uh, maybe it's eating the entire bag of, of Oreos. Um, it's a self-destructive behavior, right? That you know you shouldn't do it, and yet you do it anyway. Um, and you promise yourself you're not going to do it. Uh, and it's kind of like asking, a, you know, you need a friend to help you not do that, right? You need a friend to to hold on to your keys for you. You need a friend to help you not, you know, uh, eat that bag of cookies. Um, well, what we've done is, or, or doing, is creating an app. Um, Keep until is an app like that for people who kind of are obsessively looking at pictures of their ex, uh, who can't bring themselves to to delete them. Uh, maybe they're you know still heartbroken. Maybe they think they might get back together. Uh, but what they do know is that they, they over and over are going back and looking at the pictures of their ex and it's, it's really slowing down their ability to recover. Uh, so what we're, what we do is, uh, through our app that we would store those pictures for you in our secure private cloud, uh, you'd pick a date, uh, uh, when you wanted those held until, uh, and we'd lock them away. We'll keep them until your heart's ready. Um. So uh, it's exciting stuff. Check us out kind of for some more details of, of how we help you avoid uh, breaking that glass and getting early access to them. Uh, but uh, it, it's exciting stuff. Um, so I'm trying to think if there was anything else. You know, it's hard, it's hard to remember these things. That, you know, you should be proud of me that I didn't uh, write a little list down or anything like that while I was uh, to read and look at. <gasps> Jeez, there's bunch of glass or something on there, sorry, um, didn't to look at, um, what else are I going to talk about, everybody like, uh, old Derek doing a, doing a podcast, uh, I think I'd like, I think, I think I'm going to talk to him about doing one with Holly, I think, uh, I think that would be entertaining, uh, for all of us, at the very least, I need to do one with Holly again, those are always fun, uh, and she and I get a kick out of going back and listening to them, um, if any of you have never done a podcast, you know what? I, I got to tell you, 
uh, I really recommend it. It, it's, it is one of these things of being an entrepreneur and starting to, you know, doing a mobile app and all that. Uh, there is all kinds of stuff that I'm learning that I never thought I'd have to learn, uh, you know, and, and how to figure out. Uh, and it can be really kind of overwhelming sometimes. If you, and um, if you ever feel that way, um, doing this podcast is one of those things that I have absolute control over. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, and if you haven't done it, I recommend you do it uh, and just give it a try because it's kind of fun to put yourself out there. So, uh, yeah, that's, I don't know, that's about all I know today. Uh, of course, uh, like I said, I encourage you to check, check us out, uh, email or tweet if there's a topic. Uh, we'll get back to talking about relationships and breakups and stuff. Um, and uh, maybe we'll get uh, Derek on here or uh, Holly or, and uh, have them do one. Um, I'm always looking for content, right? It's easy. Uh, or it's hard to uh, come up all the times with things to talk about. That's why blogging is so hard. Man, I don't know how people come up with content to blog about all the time. Uh, just drive me nuts thinking of that. But anyway, that's about all I know. I am just about past under the bridge here, crossing the railroad tracks, uh, almost home. So this is a pretty good way to spend a, a trip home from the airport. So anyway, all right, guys, thank you very much. Love you. Love your bodies. Uh, Till next time. uh, Keep until. Thanks. Bye.